0: You're listening to Credit & Coffee with Vantage Score Solutions. What are credit scores actually designed to do? Credit scores have become a ubiquitous, valuable component of lending and borrowing. They revolutionized underwriting by streamlining the process and permitting centralized lending, where a policy can be deployed with ease across a bank's entire network of branches. But the one question that lenders that use scores or consumers who are trying to improve theirs rarely asked is, what is a credit score actually designed to do? Depending on whom you believe, credit scores were created to do a few different things. Some say they are designed to predict default, bankruptcy, or some other form of non-performance. Others believe the credit scores are designed to predict whether or not you can afford the loan or credit card which you've applied for. Some point out that credit scores have served to end some forms of racial, religious, or gender discrimination, both intentional and unintentional, that were not uncommon during the earlier era of manual underwriting. To the cynical bunch, however, credit scores are designed to reward people for being in debt. All of the aforementioned answers are wrong. Credit scores aren't designed to do any of these things. All credit scoring systems have what's formally referred to as a performance definition. A performance definition is the model's stated design objective or principal intended purpose. And although credit scores certainly may do more than just assess consumer credit risk, there is a best practice for the use of credit scores. One analogy is how you can use a butter knife rather than a steak knife to cut a steak. It can work, but it is not the intended purpose, and you won't get the best results. Credit bureau-based scoring systems like Vantage Score models are based on the data in one of your credit files with the three major credit bureaus. These models are designed to predict the likelihood that you'll go 90 days or more past due on any obligation in the next 24 months. That is their performance definition, and that is why these credit scores can take a considerable hit if you've already gone 90 days or more past due on a credit obligation. This limited performance definition doesn't mean that such credit scores aren't helpful when predicting the likelihood of bankruptcy. It just means that these scores weren't tuned to predict that particular outcome. But just like the butter knife and steak analogy, such scores may still be effective in measuring other types of risk. This is also why your credit scores don't take the same hit if you have an isolated 30-day late payment on your credit file, especially relative to the hit you would take for a more severe delinquency or even some other evidence of default, like a third-party collection suddenly appearing on your credit file. It's also the reason why other incidents like charge-offs, settlements, repossessions, foreclosures, or other severely derogatory credit entries tend to have the same or very similar adverse effect on your scores. Such events all represent accounts that are 90 days or more past due. If you have low level or no delinquencies on your credit file, then you've proven to the credit scoring system that you have the means and the intention to avoid going 90 days past due on anything, and your scores improve as a result. However, if you do have a record of going 90 days or more past due, your scores won't be as high as they otherwise could be. Thanks for listening. For more tips and info, visit vantageScore.com.